You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 67. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum, and today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, I'm so glad you did. Welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I truly appreciate all of you. So today we're going to talk about your weight and your relationships and the connection between them. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. We're going to dive right in. Now, before I start, I want to say a couple of thank yous to all of you who've been leaving beautiful reviews, writing me letters. I get letters every week telling me what's helpful in the podcast and also offering me ideas to create new podcasts from. And I appreciate that because I am here to give you what you need. So if there's something that you wish you could hear, and the podcast is the way that you love to receive it, write to me and tell me your situation, because that's what we're going to do today. My inspiration for today came from one of you, from one of my listeners. I'm just going to use her first initial, J, so you know who you are, J, but I don't want to use her name because I didn't get an email back with permission from her yet. So I know that she knows we're going to talk about this and she requested it. So this is for you, Jay. But I also want to thank one of my male listeners, Michael Ives, who is a wonderful Southwestern artist who sent me some wonderful, very, very heartfelt thank yous for the work that I'm doing and told me how it affected his life. And also as a thank you, he sent me some gorgeous art. So if you want to take a look and Google Michael Ives, if Southwestern art is your thing, he's done some beautiful things that are very inspirational and related to a lot of the things we talked about, about having hope, about taking a leap of faith, all the things that you need to keep in the back of your mind as you move forward into an area that you've never been before. And if you don't have proof that you can do this, his artwork gives you that feeling of hope and of of a longing and of fulfilling your dreams. So I just wanted to give a little shout out to you, Michael. And it also tells me and tells all of you that Michael is far from the only man that listens to my podcast or that works with me. So if you know anyone who could use help with emotional eating or binge eating, and even if they're not women, you can spread this word and pass it on to them too. I'll be happy to help them. So let's talk today about the relationship between your eating and the results, your weight, and your relationships. A lot of us live our life connecting with partners And the way we connect with our partners determines what kind of relationship we have. The way we connect with our partners, a lot of it comes from the way we're connected to ourself. You may live your life as a reflection of your partner. If your relationship is going well, then you may think that your relationship with yourself is going well. Usually the reality is the happier you are with you, the better your relationship will be. So if you are not in a very secure relationship with yourself and your relationship is not doing that well, you may assume that it's your fault, it's your problem, you're to blame. And how your partner treats you is a kind of a neutral thing. 
Your partner will think a certain way and he or she will feel a certain way and they'll act a certain way toward you. That's separate from you. But what you think about it, what you make it mean has a big impact on you and what you think of yourself. So even though there's not a direct connection, how you are in a relationship, how someone else treats you and how you allow them to treat you reflects on what you think of yourself and what you think you deserve. We're not pointing fingers. We're not blaming anybody for good relationships or bad relationships. The nature of a relationship is that it's more than one person. So there's no blame at all, but there's responsibility. So just think right now of the important relationships in your life and how would you say they're going? Are you happy with how they're going? Are you happy with the way your partner treats you? And how does it reflect in you and how you look at yourself, how you eat, how you take care of your body? Now, your partner in your relationship has his or her own agenda, right? I'm just going to say his for the rest of the podcast, just to make it a little easier, but you know I'm talking to men and women. Your partner's thoughts and feelings and actions all come from within his own mind. So if you are married to somebody who is unfaithful to you, who doesn't treat you well, who isn't happy, that is not something that you have control over. And that only comes from what's going on inside their mind. And then they live it, they act it out. But no matter what they do, you need to know that what someone does is a reflection of what's happening inside of them. It doesn't necessarily mean something about you. What you do is a reflection of what's going on in your own mind. So what's pretty common and what one of the things Jay wrote about in her letter was she was very unhappy with some of the things her husband was doing. And almost in retaliation, she started to not take care of herself, to eat more and more, to let herself go, to not care about her weight. And it was almost like an, I'll show you, you know, I'm going to get back at you. If you won't do X, then I'm going to do blank. It also comes from being in an unhappy relationship and not knowing what to do about it and starting to eat emotionally, to eat from stress, to eat from feeling bad about yourself because of the way somebody else is acting. So it's important to look at the reality of the relationship, what you need to own, what you're doing, thinking, and feeling, and what he might need to own. And we can't control what the other person does, right? We're just here to talk about you and you possibly eating in reaction to the way that your relationship is going right now. I know you can hear what I'm leading towards, that no matter what your relationship is like, you eating in response to it does nothing good. It does nothing good to fix it. It does nothing good to open communications, to improve the way you relate to each other. It doesn't get back at the other person because you are the one with the results, not them. You are the one putting too much food in your mouth when you're not hungry or going beyond hunger, and you're the one that's left with the results. When relationships go wrong, it could be for a lot of different reasons. It could be going all the way backwards 
picking the wrong person. That happens sometimes. It happens sometimes because we fall in love with an image of who we want someone to be. And as we get to know them, it turns out that our desire of who they should be doesn't match the reality of who they are. Relationships could go wrong if there's not great communication. It also could go wrong by not taking responsibility for your own happiness. You know, a lot of us, particularly women, used to have the old, hopefully used to, have the old rescue fantasy that our life is not great, we're not that happy, maybe we didn't come from an easy upbringing, so we look for Mr. Right to try to make us happy. But if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that there is no other human being, no matter how wonderful he or she are, is to that is able to make you happy because happiness is an inside job. Happiness comes from the thoughts that you think. That's what creates happiness. So those are some of the reasons relationship could go wrong. People may overstep the boundaries of the relationship. The commitment may break down. Other people may get involved. Now, when those things go wrong, If you interpret it to be your fault, you may start not treating your own self well. You may believe that if this person is doing that to me, that I don't deserve to be happy, it must be something wrong with me, I'm not going to care anymore, I'm not going to take care of myself, I'm just going to eat to temporarily feel better. So you may be eating to feel better, what happens then is that you get stuck in a pattern And long after whatever that person did or what you think they did, you hold on to the pattern. You hold on to an emotion that's not serving you. And you may be angry long after whatever happened is past, but you can't stop. You don't know how to stop. And you get stuck in a pattern that's giving you a result that you definitely do not want. Or as we mentioned earlier, maybe you're eating to punish your partner because you don't like the way they treated you. But remember that when you eat more food than you need, the punishment is all on you. The punishment from you giving yourself more than you need of something that's not even what you really need. What you really need is to talk to your partner, uncover the problem, get help if you need it, open both of your eyes, talk about what's going on. But When you take it out on you, then you're just eating to numb feelings and the situation stays the same or most likely gets worse. When you think that it's your fault and you've gained weight because you're trying to get back at somebody who's not treating you the way you wish they were. What I see a lot now, and you probably see on television also, is people doing the quote revenge diet. The revenge diet is when your partner has moved on to somebody else and you feel very slighted or abandoned or angry or sad and you decide you're going to get in shape now, you're going to lose weight, you're going to get looking great so that when they see you, they will regret whatever it is they did to you and they will want you back. And that's what Khloe Kardashian, I think her show is actually called Revenge Body or something like that. And there's another really crazy reality show right now called Mama June from Not Too Hot. And it's all about her transformation to get to looking hot so that her ex-husband who cheated on her will want her back. 
it brings up the question of if somebody is not very nice to you, if somebody steps outside of the boundaries of your marriage and you didn't care and you let yourself go, why would you want them back? Why would you want to get in shape to get them wanting you? It's to make yourself feel better, but I want you to think about it. What's really going to make you feel better is you taking care of you and you wanting to stop overeating because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't give you the body you want. It doesn't give you the life you want. I want you to try to look at yourself separately. Let's say that you're in a relationship that is very salvageable that is just not going wonderfully right now, but that you really care about this person. You really want to stay with them. You're not even thinking about leaving. Then you still want to separate mentally and go into your own space and take care of you. Remember, I've talked about staying in your own pod. I mean, staying in your own mental space and owning the responsibility for your own happiness. If you're still in a relationship that is salvageable, I want your job to be being the best you that you could be. Not so that this person will love you more or desire you more, or you'll perhaps have better sex. I want you to be the best that you could be so that you will be happier in your life and in your body. Only you can control that. Having somebody want you more does not make you happy. If a person that you love loves you back, it feels good, but it feels good because of what you're telling yourself. And in this case, you're probably saying something like, oh, I'm, this must mean I'm lovable. This is proof that I'm a good person, I'm desirable, and I'm lovable. You could think that all by yourself without the approval of somebody else. Don't connect your eating. Don't connect your weight with the responses that you get from someone else because they're out of your control. There is no point in looking backwards. If you're in a relationship that is not going well and it has nothing to do with your weight, then I wouldn't try to lose weight to try to salvage that relationship. I would only try to lose weight so that you can honestly look at yourself and feel like you're living a life that you're proud of. If you have overeaten because of the relationship, I think you now know that you can't manipulate somebody with your weight or with your eating. You're separate people. Do it for you or don't do it, but don't do it to try to control or change somebody's actions in a relationship. Remember that the biggest gift that you can give anyone in your life is your own happiness. And of course, when you're happy, it's the most wonderful feeling for you. So no matter what anyone has done in your relationship, I want you to start viewing how you eat and how you take care of yourself as your responsibility something you owe to yourself, no matter how that other person treats you. If they're supportive, wonderful. But if they're not, you still can do this. You still can take care of yourself and create your own support from you and from other people in your life. Now, here's what I want you to focus on for this coming week. If you've been listening to this today, then you may be waking up to the truth and may be looking at your relationship and wondering, is this where I want to be? Am I being treated the way I want to be treated? Am I eating to block out some of the pain from the relationship instead of dealing with it? 
Or am I blaming my partner for my eating? I want you to think about how you treat yourself and how your partner treats you. And think about how you want to be treated. And then I want you to do this. I don't want you to wait for him or her to change. I don't want you to wait for him or her to treat you differently. I want you to make a decision today to take the first step, to make the first move, to do what you need to do for you, no matter what they're doing. And let's see what happens and let's take it from there. Now that's it for this subject today, but we're going to come back to relationships because they're such a big part of life. And I'd love to hear from the rest of you on how your relationships has affected your eating and how your eating may have affected your relationships. If you're new, don't forget to go to the show notes and grab my book, a free downloadable copy of my book for you so that you can get to the root, to the heart of what your eating issues have been. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step by step until they both become something you used to do. I know that is your goal. For now, this is your coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you and I will see you back here next week.